Experiences are what people love most about travel. With Viator, you can browse and book tours and activities so incredible you'll want to tell your friends. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures in over 190 countries. There's something for everyone. Download the Viator app now and use Viator 10 for 10% off your first booking. One app, over 300,000 experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Hey, Blue Shirt Breakaway fans, welcome to another week of the Blue Shirts Breakaway. I'm here with a very tired Greg, and my, well, I guess my name's Ryan. Greg, say hello. Okay, question mark? What's up, buddy? Question mark? No, I don't know my own yeah. name anymore. It's been a it's been a rough week and a weekend, I would say. Uh, listen, yeah, it's, mon- it's Monday, dude. It's been the All-Star break. Have you watched any of it? No. Me either. I don't know what it is about All-Star games. I just can't get into it. No really matter what the sport. Do you get into the baseball one? I'm not sure. Uh, no. No, I do not. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't like All-Star games in general. I think they're fun for some people. I like debating who's going to be on the team. Actually, not in hockey, I really don't. But in basketball and baseball, I like to debate it a little bit. But it's like a midway season. Like, you did a great half-season job. I don't really I don't really get it. It's a cool promotion. Yeah, I'm not sure an All-Star team is real indicative, especially when it's mid-season of who's actually had a good year. Who had a good first half, sure, but... You could have a shit second half, and you don't really deserve to be recognized as one of the better players in the league that year. Yeah, I'm pretty sure All Star gets like so. they, you get like a bonus too. Not that like their incentive really matters; it's probably like a small amount. But yeah, you're you're like remembered as like an All Star, and people say like, "Oh, he was a ten time All Star." Like, oh, okay, uh, for some people that works, but then there's there's definitely people that have been All Stars that just certainly do not deserve it. So uh, last year, yeah, of course, was a fun check. Is it? Is it? There's definitely uh, John Scott was a an All Star last year. He sure was. I mean, did he deserve it? I'm not saying I'm not shitting on the guy. <laughs> He's not like an All Star player. He's uh, he was great for the league and he made them a ton of money. Good for him. It was a fun story, that's for sure. Yeah, definitely a fun story. Anyway, All Star All Star weekend, All Star games, skills competition. They're kind of fun. I'll watch the GIF highlights maybe. I watched the highlight of Ovechkin pouring water into Ryan McDonough's mouth. That was pretty interesting. I watched I watched the gif of Sam eating pizza like 10 times this week, so that was fun too. But that's been about the highlight of my Ranger week. Let's quickly recap the Flyers game uh, from last week, which was an absolute shit show. Actually, I take that back. I think we played really well. I think we outplayed them. I think Hank played well. And we lost 2 nothing. And to be honest, it was a throwaway game for me. I had no... I wasn't like sad about it. I didn't get pissed off that we lost. I usually do. But it was just a game going into the All-Star break, which I just felt like we threw away. Probably should have played better, but what can you do? Yeah, I really don't have any hard thoughts or takes about that game. Fine. Yeah, that I figured that... Just kind of... Just a kind of mid game. Yeah. Really... I mean, Philly sucks. Good for them. They beat us once. Uh, we crushed them the other time we played this year. That felt pretty good. They got us back. It was just... It's not like the team came out and played blah. I thought we played really well, like I said. Um, but they just, they just got us and that was it. And we get shut out for the second time this season, of course. 
let's talk about a quick amount of Ranger news. Stahl's back on the ice. He says he's feeling 100%. So that means Glendening probably goes back to the bench, I would say. I would assume here, right? That's my thoughts on that. Okay, great. I mean, it's good good for good, good for Stahl to be back. It just sucks that Girardi and Klein are going to remain in the lineup. But, you know, it's just not worth getting angry about anymore. Like, if he's a fucking idiot, it's full stop when it comes to defensive <laughs> Defensive decisions, so yeah, uh, I'm just there's really no point of getting no. worked out. Clendenning's played well. Clendenning deserves to be in the lineup. Clendenning has proven to be probably the fourth best defenseman on this team, and uh, he's gonna sit for the next who knows two weeks plus at least minimum, unless there's another injury that just pops up. Right. Yeah. No. Uh, just sucks. What, what are you gonna do? What else can you say? Right. Uh, it's, it looks like Fast is back on the ice also. Also, that uh, Oscar Lindbergh will be out versus the Columbus Blue Jackets tomorrow, which is totally fine. I, you know, Lindbergh's been okay this season, hasn't been amazing. Matt Pumple's been pretty incredible since he's been on this team. I have to say, that was quite a pickup. Uh, hopefully, he continues the, his play the way he's going, and we can end up maybe trading Oscar Lindbergh as a piece or a throw-in. Who knows what happens with Oscar. It, you know, it's a shame that he went off to the hot start and had that injury and hasn't really been able to come back. Uh, to his, I don't even know his full form. Hasn't really been able to play up to what he played last year, I would say. Um, but And that's about the extent of Ranger news. I mean, it's been a pretty, all, you know, it's been the All-Star weekend, not really anything going on. AV says that uh, Kevin Hayes will skate in the coming days, but you know he's going to be out two or three weeks, so uh, nothing really to go there. So, Greg, I'm going to move on to the upcoming schedule in our national holidays. Uh, just for everyone, everyone to uh, pay attention here, we have a lot of nonsense on today's episode, but we also do have our good friend James Clark coming on. He's going to be talking with me about uh, our prospects in the AHL, what the Ranger future looks like. Spoiler alert, I'm pretty sure it's going to be dim. Uh, we'll talk about maybe some trade deadline stuff and go pretty in-depth with the Rangers with him. But Greg and me, mostly mostly goddamn nonsense today. So hope you're ready for some of that, and we're going to get into that right now with our upcoming schedule and national holiday segment here this week we have on Tuesday, January 31st, a.k.a. the day you're hopefully listening to this, the Blue Jackets at home at MSG, which is National Eat Your Brussels Sprouts Day and Hell is Freezing Over Day. Greg, your thoughts on Eat Your Brussels Sprouts? No, hard pass. Not a Brussels sprout. Guy. How do we disagree so much on food? And we've been friends. Brussels, Brussels sprouts not even Brussels sprouts aren't even food, though. They're not just food? Disgusting. No, they're incredible. I Gosh. hate we really should no, just have a awful. podcast where we just argue about food, to be honest, because that's half this podcast is. But Brussels sprouts, like a good like fried Brussels sprout or like a boiled Brussels sprout, it's like candy, dude. It's delicious. No, they're, they're fucking gross, and you're a psychopath for thinking that they're good. <laughs> they're really good. They, like, complement sort of like a, a nice steak with Brussels sprouts. Like, that's, like, one of my top meals. I would love that, yeah. like, in the middle of summer. Only, steak, only things on my plate if I'm having steak. I got my steak, I got my gravy, I got my broccoli, and I got my mashed potatoes. And I don't want anything else on my plate. Uh I, I disagree entirely. Uh, hell, hell is freezing over, though. I would assume that's mostly every day um, this year, to be honest. So I've seen most of that. So I don't, I don't think that national holiday is exclusive to January 31st. On Thursday, not great, Bob. no, has not been a great time here uh, in the good old America for all your foreign, all our foreign listeners who might, you know, might be like, what's going on over there? You know, not good. Uh, February 2nd <clears throat> is one of my favorite holidays. It's Groundhog's Day. And it's also, and this is a little bit of a, a little bit of shot at Groundhog's Day. It's National Marmot Day, which is an animal that looks exactly like a groundhog from Alaska. Marmots, you're not stealing Groundhog's Day thunder. Like you're not a groundhog. What what are you doing? 
A, a marmot is a giant rat, Greg. It looks like a giant rat. It looks exactly like a groundhog. I'm going to take your word for it, uh, if you say so. Okay. Have you seen the movie Groundhog's Day? Yes, I have. What are your thoughts on that? Um, I liked it the first couple times I saw it, but uh, I could go another couple of years without seeing it. I thoroughly, like, I'm good. thoroughly enjoy that movie to a place where I watch it almost every single year. I think that's one of Bill Murray's best work. Maybe I'm wrong in saying that. <laughs> but uh, uh, No, it's a, it's a perfectly fine movie. It's just, I mean, the purpose of the movie is to be repetitive, and uh, it is surely repetitive. It is 100% repetitive. Well, I hope we don't repeat our last times we played against the Sabres where they uh, crushed our soul and we was very sad. So uh, let's go ahead and beat them on Thursday. We're up in Buffalo for that. And then we come back home Sunday. Super Bowl Sunday at 2 p.m. We'll talk about the Super Bowl a little bit later in this podcast. Uh, but we have – this is a crazy amount of national holidays I, I, I put on this list, but I felt like I needed to tell you, Greg. There's Dump Your Significant Jerk Day. Hmm. Uh, move significant ho- Jerk? Significant Jerk. I guess that's your boyfriend. So Dump Your Significant Jerk on, on Super Bowl Sunday. Pretty good idea. Uh, it's it's move, okay. move Hollywood and Broadway to Lebanon, Pennsylvania Day. <laughs> What? Uh, okay. <laughs> and it's World Nutella Day, and that's the best way to celebrate anything. Is Nutella is delicious. Tell me you don't like Nutella. Yeah, not a big Nutella fan. Incredible. Like. <laughs> Truly incredible. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just, you know, I just don't think there's anything special about Nutella. I just think it's, it just merely exists to me. Like, I don't know. I could go the rest of my life without eating Nutella, no problem. Nutella is a, deli- no a, de- a delicious treat. I will say that. Move your move Hollywood and Broadway to Lebanon, Pennsylvania is an incredible holiday. I support that every single year from now on, and I will I will be petitioning and marching to move Hollywood and Broadway to Lebanon, Pennsylvania, to make Lebanon great again. That's my that's now my hey, don't don't whatever you do, just don't tell Aubrey Huff that you're going for a march. He's going to get very angry that you don't have a job. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm unemployed. It's true. It's what on Sunday. Up? What a fucking what a, what, what a fucking moron. <laughs> what a fucking idiot. Anyone anyone who describes themselves, their first thing that they describe describe themselves as on Twitter is a believer, just get the fuck out. Like go somewhere fucking else, dude. Like <laughs> you you were a mediocre baseball player that made multi million dollars just playing a game and you once went on a radio show talking about how you love jerking off. Uh, when you were hungover on the road because you got to sleep in until one. Shut the fuck up about not having a job. Good you job, Aubrey. Piece of shit. <laughs> you piece of fucking shit. Uh, and I know you're never going to listen to this podcast, but I just wanted out there in the interwebs that I, Greg Kaplan, think you, Aubrey Huff, are a giant, giant piece of shit. You feel about Aubrey Huff the same way I feel about John Franco. So... John Franco's a great man. I don't know what the fuck you're talking it's about. Terrible. You, you take that back. No. Um, you take that back. I will not. All right, so that's pretty oh. much our Ranger talk here. Uh, do you have any expectations for this team after the All-Star break? You know, we're playing the Blue Jackets, obviously still a hot team, and are leading in points, leading us in points. The Sabres, uh, one of the worst teams in the league, and the Flames also struggling at this point in time. Do you see us, like, struggling against the Blue Jackets? Do you think this team's going to come out hot after the All-Star break with a little bit of rest? Or are we just kind of a wait-and-see uh, mode here? I think it's wait and see mode. I mean, I think it's going to be more of the same unless the Rangers decide to make a a move to shore up their defense or at least start playing the correct six defensemen 
and I'm sure James will go into this in detail, but the yeah, six defensemen the Rangers should be playing. The six defensemen the Rangers should be playing uh, Holden, McDonough, mm-hmm. Shea, Clendenning, Stahl, Stahl, and probably Ryan Graves. Yeah, probably, and I'm sure uh, James is going to talk a lot about Ryan, Gra- uh, Ryan Graves when we talk to him. So we'll get a lot of information about that in a few minutes here. I think I think it's also a wait and see mode. I don't know what to expect against the Blue Jackets, but I have to say we have to crush the Sabers. Just has to happen. Team's bad. Got to beat bad teams. So what you got to do in the NHL when you're you're a, a team that's trying to go to the playoffs. So that's all I'll say about that. So we're gonna throw this uh, Rangers segment over to James, where we'll talk way too much Rangers, and then we're gonna come right back here and do nonsense right now. Hey, and I'm back here with James, who is our resident prospect expert. Uh, here on Blue Shirts Breakaway, he comes on about three times or two times a year to talk a little bit about prospects with us. James, say hello. Still not an expert. Hello, Still, listeners. I call I'm, you an I'm expert back again. every time because you know way more about prospects than I would say most Ranger fans and people. Most Ranger fans? Yeah, I, I was watching the C, uh, the CHL All-Star game earlier. That's I didn't my, watch the NHL one. This but is I my watched, point. I watched... You can't. Years play hockey. I don't give a shit, and you care. That's and that's that's why you're here, James. Do you not understand yeah, that? You, you, you and Craig every year, you're like, I have no idea who any of these kids are. James has seen all 240 draft eligible prospects play five games. Yeah, exactly. So I that's why when we were like, okay, Greg, what do you know about prospects? We we look at each other, we shrug, and then we talk about food, and we we bring you <laughs> we bring you on to talk about Ranger hockey. So hot take here: the 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 arrow bar is the best candy bar. Just going to throw it out the there. The what bar? The arrow bar? The I, red and arrow bar? I don't even know what that is. Oh, they're delicious. You have, to, you, have, you have to find an arrow bar. I will send you some arrow bars. They're the best candy bar. Anybody okay. who's Canadian who listens to this show will know what I'm talking about. Okay, I'm I'm very interested. We talked a lot about food on this podcast. Spoiler alert. We do, later in this podcast, we talked a lot about food. Uh, and Greg, Greg reveals a fast food chain he's never been to. Spoiler alert. It's a big one. Ooh, I know. Ooh. I know. I'm excited. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I, I almost cry. Uh, so send me one of those or I'll look them up online and I'll pick them up. But for right now, I do want to talk a little to the Rangers because there's a lot of nonsense on this podcast. Uh, there's a lot of nonsense. We, it, it was nonsense breakaway we this week. literally go into the Royal Rumble and Super Bowl. So there you go. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I, I've, I've got $100 on the Falcons. Yeah. So. Oh, okay. We, we I was all – I'm not going to spoil my pick. Anyway, uh, <laughs> here we go. I want to talk about the AHL and the Rangers prospect line. What do dog, I dog? Quiet dog. Sorry. Dog, stop barking. It's time, it's time to podcast. Do not know. Wow, I'm full right and great. Usually I'm the like professional one. My dog's barking. I know. Yeah, my my. We have all these problems. Other than Ryan Graves, is there anyone else I should care about in the minor leagues right now? So Ryan. Oh, other than Ryan Graves. Uh, well, uh, Brandon Halverson. Okay. I guess. Question mark. Uh, the Wolfpacker garbage. Like very bad. They're they're maybe the worst team in the AHL. Okay, so you, what you're saying is we're not deep right now. No, 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 no. It's really bad. You know, how last year I came on and said it's okay. We have these things. Yeah, it's bad. Okay, it's bad. So would you say even it's, the prospects we had have regressed or have gone like? Okay, so I'm gonna name I'm gonna name some prospects I know about, and then we're gonna talk about them. Okay, so let's talk. Let's start with Ryan Graves. Good. Okay. Good. Tell me why he's good. I know he has could, a good shot. Could, could he play in the NHL anytime soon or this season? Yeah. He, he, he would be an upgrade probably over Klein, Girardi, and I mean, that's not saying a whole lot, but he could probably play on the third or second pairing. He wouldn't be great because, you know, if I had my way, he would have been brought up at the beginning of the year. 
Right. But he's he's. I think they're leaving him down there because I don't know. They probably don't want to have him play too many games. They the the Wolfpack would literally have no defensive core if it wasn't for Ryan Graves. He's Ugh. he's it. It's so bad. Uh, so is he sir? He's a serviceable NHL defenseman at this point in time. Do you think they're leaving him down there for development, or because they just uh, can't? Maybe a little bit. I would say he's like uh, Kevin Klein was in his prime. Ooh, that's, it's like a that's good. Not it's like bad. It's like a good compare. Like a solid three, four defenseman is probably his peak. Uh, he has a, a laser beam of a shot. It's so like hard, and and he's kind of like. You know, you watch like Brady Shea play, and Brady Shea doesn't like to hit people. No. Is something I've noticed, despite being six foot three. Ryan Graves will knock you into next week if you cross over into his into okay. his offensive. He will knock you into the boards. Incredible. He's like, no, 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 no. Get get out of get out of the way from my goalie. No, you're back into the neutral zone with you. So he he can throw like really really big hits, All right. which is kind of cool. Do you think? Uh, no, he's good. He's good at moving the puck too, which is a, an advantage. But uh, other than Ryan Graves, it's bad. It's it's really bad. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick on Ryan Graves and I'm gonna go to some other players. Uh, Greg feels that AV has no way to evaluate defensive talent. Obviously, uh, Gordon probably wants to leave Graves down there because of the contracts we have. Do you feel like he hasn't done that because of Klein and Girardi? Like he can't really send those guys down, and they're loyal to their veterans at this point. Uh, well, Girardi is a no movement clause. So you can't do yeah, anything. Well, like I mean, I'm sorry, that. you're right about that. I mean, I'm more uh, about Klein, I guess, and we're gonna buy out Girardi at the end of this year. I think that's. Uh, yeah, they kind of have to. Um, the weird thing with Klein is, is he's not consistently good, but he's not consistently bad enough that they're going to think he's a terrible option, which is the problem. He'll have a good game against a slower team like the Kings or the Flyers, and they'll be like, oh, okay, so Klein's fine. And then he'll have six garbage games. Right. The six garbage like, games is kind of what I worry about, if I'm being honest. But with, with Girardi, it's all bad, so there's no there's no upside ever. And I think that they're still looking at Klein and going, well, maybe he'll get there. Maybe he'll come um, back. Maybe, do you think like it's kind of like last year where Stahl and Girardi were blatantly – well, Stahl was at least blatantly playing through injury and was was not the same way. I think Stahl's been okay this year. I have been on the record of saying he's been serviceable. Uh, yeah, Stahl's, Stahl's been fine. I haven't – like it's not like last year where Stahl was on the ice and I was like, oh, oh no. God. Oh, no, the Wonder Twins. Uh, yeah, I, I feel I, the same way. So – do you, um, do you think Ryan Graves yeah, ends I, up getting called up maybe before the playoffs or if, if things get dire uh, or we just ride or die with our guys right now? Probably not. It's not like last year where there's not players on the team who are decent. Shea's been decent. Uh, he hasn't been the best defensively the last like 10 games, but I think he's hitting that rookie wall where he's like, oh, I'm starting to get really tired. The same thing's happening to Jimmy BC. Yeah, Jimmy BC um, cannot hang, hang right now. Just can't no. chill. <laughs> Jimmy BC's out, out of gas. Yeah, like They should sit him for five games so he can get a break. He's tired. Yeah. Um, no, maybe if somebody got injured, maybe somebody got traded, I still think the Rangers are going to be stupid and they're going to buy at the deadline. Cause I just, I feel it in my gut that the team is too offensively good that they're going to be like, we're one piece away. No, All I, in. I can't, I can't trade this pick James. I can't do it. <laughs> like this, first, know, you, this first round pick this year is, is valuable to me. Do you know how many finished defenders there are in this draft that I want on my team? Uh, All of them. At least There's like 12? 15. There's 15. <laughs> Literally a count. There's, 15. There's so many good finished defensemen. Ugh. Please don't trade the first round pick. I can't do it again. Ugh. Like this team is built now for where the, we're, we've gotten significantly younger. We have the 11th youngest like core under 25 players. Like we're, we're, we're looking for the long haul here. Obviously our, our minor league system, as you said, is not, not amazing. Not the best. So I don't want to trade this this pick or any picks coming up at all. 
And I no, I'd rather. I honestly would rather trade roster players. Correct me if I'm wrong. Point. We don't have our second round, correct? Because we traded nope. it to Carolina. No, no, we traded that for Eric Stahl, who's having a monster year in Minnesota. Thanks yeah. a fucking lot, Eric yeah, Stahl. Great job, Eric. Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, Gorton sits in his office and he go. He just looks at Minnesota Wild highlights and he just glares at AV for playing him on the third line. Yeah, he was <laughs> awful with us. He couldn't play anything. It was terrible. Um. And you were like, you were like, man, Eric Stahl really did decline. No, no, no. You just played him on the third line, and that was a mistake. And now he's ripping so, it up. Yeah. And that are they the best team in that division right now, or is it still the Blackhawks? <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. The Wild are are, are a way, way better team than the Blackhawks. Great. So the Blackhawks that... are still doing Blackhawks things because LOL Chicago. Yeah, they're it's really like they signed good. a deal with the Devil. Yeah. yeah. But no, Bruce Boudreaux is, is the anti AV. Like so, Bruce Boudreaux, you can give a pile of garbage, and we'll get it to the playoffs. Like Bruce Boudreaux would probably. <laughs> Make Dan Girardi usable. He'd <laughs> Dan, find a way. Dan Girardi all-star. Um, Dan Girardi would be an all-star on, on the Minnesota Wild right now. They'd pair him with, like, Jared Spurgeon, and they'd be, like, back to his veteran shutdown presence. Bruce Boudreaux is such an underrated coach. It's unbelievable what he does with such garbage. Didn't they sign also Eric Stahl to, like, this really cheap contract because no one else oh, yeah. wanted him? He, he makes, like, $2.5 million. That's insanity. <laughs> For three years. He makes no money. <laughs> and he's ripping it up. Anyway, oh yeah, I, that it's, makes me so mad. That that trade, I think, makes me even more angry than the the Declare trade at this point in time. Well, uh, if it makes you feel any better, Declare's a bust now. So. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he's done yet. I think he'll have one more year at least of. I maybe he's also hitting the sophomore slump, kind of like Kevin Hayes did last yeah, year. Yeah, they they chucked him. In, they chucked him in the AHL last week. So yeah, I figured as much. Uh, he's been pretty awful, so it does hey, make hey, me feel a little better. But. Hey, uh, hey, Arizona! We'll give you Oscar Lindbergh back for Anthony Declare. Right, <laughs> I, like a fair trade. Stock it up, stock up the AHL. You know, put Lindbergh back down. I mean, put uh, Declare back De- down. Declare there. Yeah, it's automatically our second best prospect. That's awesome. Um, He'd be the first. <laughs> he would yeah. be the first. Oh god. Uh, so let's uh, talk about other names okay. I have. Oh, sorry. Go on. It's okay because oh, it's okay because Pavel Buchnevich is is as good as I told all of you he was. Oh, so he's it's fine. so good. I, Didn't I tell you? About, you, you Didn't really I tell did. you? You guys were like. You guys are like, oh, Buchnevich, he's too small. And I'm like, guys, no. You, <laughs> just I wait. remember you saying he has legs of a horse. <laughs> so, he has so the he... legs of a horse. He really does. <laughs> he uh, and, and he he does look small. He does, but he really he plays hard. He goes hard to the net. I love that dude. I'm ready for him to be the face of this franchise eventually. So it's great, isn't it? it it's it's so kind of like, and it's the parallel is he kind of feels like the Porzingis of of the New York Rangers. Yeah, but, he kind of does. He doesn't speak English very well. No. He has really bad bad eating habits. His back is already being funky. Yeah, it's great. It's a, it. a really good parallel, and he's like the most exciting part. Like, VC should have been the most exciting part of our future, but I think it's immediately Buchnevich. In my, a hot in take. My I believe I came on here and was more pro-Buchnevich than VC. So not not really a hot take. It. It's the truth, James. You, you did do that. Hashtag James was right. Hashtag James was right. <laughs> yeah, you came on and did say that. So good for you. Well, yeah, it was good. Sorry, Let's, I'll let you get back to the prospects. No. I'm just so excited that after three years of watching him play in KHL streams, where they were like, "Dude, Russian, he's he's I'll, here." It's I'll so- eat my crow right now, and I totally am. You were totally right in every way. I am all in on Bushnevich's train. I hope VC like picks it back up together. Obviously, he probably wants to be playing on the third line, not the fourth. <laughs> so, I mean, he yeah, was. He, you know, he's sitting there and, and he's looking at Michael Grabner going. Did this have to be the year that you regressed back to being a 30-goal scorer? Yeah. Did it have to yeah. be this year? Oh, sorry. Go be correct. You're 40-goal scorer because he's going to score 40. Oh, yeah. He's going to score 40. Hashtag 40. Yeah, hashtag gra- gra- the, the blue shirt breakaway himself, Michael Grabner. Uh, yeah, he's going to be a great Vegas Golden Knight. He's going to be so good. Uh, that's the worst name. It makes me angry every goddamn time. Didn't they get sued over it recently and they can't be Golden Knights again? 
or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it's some like obscure team in like upstate New York is like called the Golden Knights, and they own the trademark. It's by America. It's by a college. It's uh, yeah. I think, and they can't even get that name. So screw them. Uh, I'm gonna name some other prospects. Prospects, and I can't say the last name of this one. Igor, you finish it for me. Igor Shesteryukin, the KHL monster. Okay, so is he oh. is he our actual best prospect? Am I crazy? He's the best goalie prospect. Like you watch him, and he's he's kind of actually. He reminds me a little of Hank in that he's kind of small. He's only like six feet tall. God damn, the kid is fast. Like, his reflexes are insane. It's it, like they made him in a lab. Now, he's correct stuck. me if I'm wrong. He's crushing it, right? But he's playing for the oh, best yeah. team. He's playing for the best team, but he's keeping them in games. There's games where they get outshot real bad. And because they have just an all-star lineup, they can score their problems away. They're kind of like the, the rest of New York Rangers this year. Oh, okay. There they're, you go. They're, they're kind of they're kind of loaded up front. They're a little weak defensively, and they have an elite goalie. So he's getting ready. I I believe he's a, he's actually our best prospect. Uh, now, maybe I'm wrong with that. I think he's the the piece we could be most excited about. Yeah, the thing to be excited about him is is you're looking at Hank, and you're looking at the mileage and the years. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Chester Yukon is stuck in Russia for two more years. It's not like other. It's not like in baseball where players can just leave other leagues they're in. He's stuck there. Yeah. They're not going to let him go. Why it's Russia. They? You don't you don't get out alive until yeah. your contract's done. And then, and to um, be honest, he, he might be banned from coming here by the time that happens. Yeah. So uh, no, no, it's cool. He's going to hack his way okay. uh, onto the New York Rangers, and it'll be fine. Oh, Butchnevich yeah. is here for him. He's our, he's his Russian plant. Right. It'll Al- be good. Alternative facts, but uh, Al- hashtag hashtag fake news. <laughs> hashtag fake news. But uh, that's kind of a good timeline for us because this way he can come over in two years from now, be the backup goalie to Hank. Hank will be at 36 at that point, and it'll probably be nearly. Uh, yeah, nearly I think 36, him. 37. Yeah. Uh, Hank probably wants to play so till good. he's 40, though. I'm just saying. Feels... You know what? Let's let him. If he wants to be a backup and play 20 games at 40, let's just do it. The I don't know if he'll do that. that. I think he'll, he'll he'll ask to be traded to be a starter somewhere else, like Brodeur did. But nah, he won't. He'll he'll stick with it. I don't I don't think he'll leave. Like I I literally think you could. Just leave him out there and tell him to score the goals, and he'd be like, "I got it, guys. It's fine." I don't want to think of that world yet, but I know, like, I have to look down the line as an honest fan and be like, "Well, Igor is probably our future." If if that's if I'm thinking Maybe, honestly, yeah, no, Igor's the future for sure, but it doesn't mean Hanks. No, I mean he's had an up and down year. Hanks not, but done. when he's been on, he's, he's still been on. He's not done. But when he's no, and I think he's kind of maybe the way the year's gone, it might motivate him to come back even harder. I'm, People forget the same thing happened to Luongo and Brodeur when they turned 35. Right. They had bad years. They had to read really their game years. entirely. Uh, and Hanks, Hanks started to do that a little bit. He's playing a little differently this year. Um, but yeah, no, Igor is probably the best goalie prospect, maybe even the best prospect. But there is the thing of maybe he never comes over. Maybe he doesn't come to the NHL. Maybe he never leaves Russia. That's, that's the gamble you. That's the gamble you take with Russian prospects. Hmm. Um, it's why Buchnevich was a third-round pick, because they were like, he's never going to leave. He's never going to leave Russia. And he immediately came over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he was like, "Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna play for the Rangers. Awesome. Play in New York, he, not not Arizona. Yeah, I'll come. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe if the Coyotes drafted him, he would have been like, "Ah, oh, Russian machine stays in Russia." Yeah. I'm gonna go be best friends with Chris Carter. <laughs> See you yeah. guys later. Sounds like a good time. Uh, I know one more prospect name. I believe Ryan Gropp. What's up with him? Uh, he's not not great. Uh, oh, I good. mean, he's back to be he's been back to being a point of game player in the WHL, but he's been really impressive this year. Okay. Uh, I I watched I've watched maybe fifty percent of the games he's played. He's fine, but he's nothing special. So much. 
No, he should be doing so much more in being in the UHL. Like, I, I thought he was going to get thrown in the Wolfpack this year. And uh, he honestly, he didn't deserve to play in the AHL this year without the way he's played in the WHL. Uh, There's still time, for him to, still time for him to develop, but I was kind of holding on to him as the piece from the Carl Hagelin trade and not, looking like and Nicholas, Nick, not so much. Nicholas Jensen. Is 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 the best that we might get from that? Uh, uh, I'm not I'm not going to write him off yet, but it's not looking great. I do actually know one more prospect. Uh, now that I think about it, Sean Day, the third. Oh, Sean, Sean Day. Sean Day's been real good for the Wizards. Fires, real good. Okay, so that uh, that's all I really know. So I know he's been playing well. I know he's been developing in a way he probably wasn't expected to. Yeah, no, he's 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 getting much better defensively, which was a big knock against this game. He's not making the same kind of dangerous outlet passes that he likes. Like some, you know, the Yandel pass where where you just fire it from the red line, yep, I, and, I'm and then it turns into an, an icing, and then he does it two more times. Mm-hmm. But on the fourth time, it turns into a breakaway, and you score the game winner. Yeah, that's that's the Sean Day mold of being a hockey defenseman. It's really frustrating. He's like three years away, right? Uh, he can play in the AHL next year, actually. So okay. he 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 could be as short as two years away. Hmm. Uh, we need him pretty bad to work out, like in the worst way. So I really yeah. hope he does. It it'd be good. Um, I mean, and also like we're starting to get in the situation where the trade deadline soon, and then the expansion soon. Yeah, we're a month away. So yeah, uh, it's it's a little scary to be honest. Uh, Let's get to that. Well, you know what? Before we get to the talks about trade deadline, because I do want to get your thoughts about trades, even though we've already expressed that we don't really want to make one. Uh, is there any other prospects we should really think about, or is that it? Um, Sergei Zabrowski has been pretty good this year. He's a WHL All-Star. He played at the World Juniors. Um, oh, there's two more, actually. Okay. Uh, Adam Adam Huska. Who? <laughs> Adam Huska. Uh, okay. The goalie, the, the, the star of Team Slovakia. Okay. Uh, he played at the World Juniors and he bailed them out. All right. All, all, all day. Uh, I think he spaced forty shots in a game and they lost like three one. So he's he's pretty good. Okay. Uh, yeah. He's also lighting up the NCAA. So, as is Tyler Wall. So we have a lot. So of we have goalies. goalies on goalies. Yeah. Yeah. Is that valuable though in a trade market? No. no. It's See, not that's right. No your one cares. Are all, your goalies are only valuable once you've proven that they are starters. Right. It doesn't matter anything else. Whereas, if like, you had crafted. Wingers and defensemen have drafted, incredible def- incredible value. Oh, oh yeah, you, yeah. You could get, you could probably get something for every defenseman in our prospect pool. That's incredible. Even the shitty, even the shitty ones. You could get a seventh or a sixth for them. Like somebody would take them. Right. Your goalie, uh, no, nah. never. Right. You got like Ronta. Ronta has incredible value right now. Yeah. The team would pay through the nose for him. He's gonna get traded, I think, at uh, next year in the middle of this, uh, probably in the offseason. I don't think Vegas ends up taking him. They probably take Rapner, but. Who, uh, I think they knows? might take Holden. Wow, you think so? I think they might. I mean, if Holden finishes with enough points, Vegas might take him. Hmm. I'm not sure how I feel about that. I'm like, uh, I'm... I think it'll come. It'll, it'll come down to Peary, Faust, Lindbergh, Holden, Ranta. Okay. I don't think they take Peary at all. I think it gets on their 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 uh, radar. They, they, they might be dumb enough to. Maybe. I, don't know. I, I hope. I hope they're I hope dumb they, enough to. You can have Brandon Peary. Yeah, take him, please. Take my wife. Um, Brandon, the designated hitter of hockey, period. He's yeah, so bad. He's not great. What What's up with your boy, Boos Nevias? I can't say his name. Boo 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 Yeah, Boo Nevias. There he is. Uh, he'll be a fourth line center. Okay, that's fine. I mean, that's really all I can say about him. Robin Koufax has been terrible. Oh, the, your other boy. 
yeah, it's it's uh, he should have stayed in Sweden for an extra year. Oh boy, real 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 bad mistake putting him in the AHL at 18. That was bad move. Okay, well, <laughs> what can you do? We're not exactly the best minor league <laughs> system. As, as I can no, if 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 we were a well-run prospect organization, he would still be in Sweden. Do but we see that still- changing? Do do you feel like the philosophy of the New York Rangers at this point in time with the new GM and? hopefully not trading our picks coming up has changed. Do you think we're building towards the future now with this young core? We're not the win now New York Rangers of, of past. Think about what the team looked like last year. I can't because it's awful. Okay. I'll, I'll tell you what the third, the fourth line starting last year was Tanner, Stoll, Tanner Glass, Moore, Jared Stoll, Dominic Moore, Tanner Glass. Uh, the yeah. third line was Victor Stahlberg, Oscar Lindbergh, and I believe JT Miller and Kevin Hayes like rotated. Yep. And at some point, Jesper Faust was the second line player. That is true. And look at the way the team's built now. This team is good. I'm not saying this team is bad at all. It's just the depth behind the actual NHL team is very worrisome. And Gordon did that in a year. Right. He so- did it in a year. And, you know, he got lucky. He got VC. He got Buchnevich to come over. Kevin Hayes and JT Miller just decided that they were going to break out this year after signing great contracts. Chris Kreider's been great. Yeah. He stole Mika Zibanejad from the Ottawa Senators. Yeah, he really did. That was That's really been the move that impressed me the most. Mika is is real good, and he's going to get paid yeah. here. He's, he's Oh, yeah. He's going to get paid to stay. He's not going anywhere. And, and I'm all right with that because now the center depth is Derek Stefan, Mika Zibanejad, Kevin Hayes. Um, How do you match up against that if you're a team? You, it's very hard. I know, I know, I know. Kevin Hayes is injured. JT Miller's playing center, but in my my scenario, Kevin Hayes is fine. Yeah, JT Miller's a better winger. He's a better winger. Yeah, JT Miller gave up playing on center in, in the Wolfpack. He's like, just move me to wing. I suck at this. Please, please, I can score goals. Just let me do <laughs> He's it. Like, just let me do it. Uh, but yeah, no prospect pool, not great. Um, I'm excited for the upcoming draft. The the thing that people are saying now is, oh, it's weak. No, they're wrong. It's weak in the top five. There's no Connor McDavid. There's no Austin Matthews. But after that, oh, there's so many good players. But that's fine there's for so us many because we're not players. in the top five. So we're right. I, I cannot we cannot trade that first round pick. If you're a team like the Canucks or the Coyotes or the Avs, yeah, you're screwed. You should have tanked last year. If you're a team like the Rangers, oh, you're gonna get a great player with your mid round first round. That's the best news I could hear. Uh, like you're we'll we'll probably get a better player in that position than somebody who picks in the top 10. Is Austin Matthews better than you thought he'd be? No. Austin Matthews is as good as I thought he would be. I said he would be like John Tavares. I was a little, I I think John Tavares, when he's on a good team, very similar to Austin Matthews. Oh, I actually Uh, forgot to bring this up with Greg. Uh, And I I do want to mention this with you since I just thought of it. Did you hear the the Islanders are getting kicked out of Barclays? Yeah, that's crazy. Isn't it great? Yeah. Isn't it it great? You know what's great about that is is all the Islanders fans saying they were the team of the future. They were New York's hockey team because they won one playoff round in 25 years. I know. And now they're just, they're just back to being a joke, and the Rangers are great again. They fired yes, they it's, fired it's their a, coach who lived in the guy's basement. <laughs> Garth though. Yeah, Garth's yeah. Good. You know what you know what they called him? They called him Fred Flintstone. That's no, how, that's, that's so bad. Islanders fans called him. They called him Flintstone. That's yeah. how much they didn't like I, that. I think that team gets moved. I don't think they're here. Uh in maybe oh, not a chance. Not a chance. You think they stay here? You don't know. Oh, that's Gary Bettman's favorite hockey team, buddy. Oh, the Islanders? Gary Bettman grew up in Islanders. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He went, uh, to the, he went to the Nassau Coliseum. He's a big fan of the Islanders. There's no way. No way they let a New York Metropolitan team move. 
I know they're trying to like get another stadium next to City Field, but that just doesn't it just doesn't make sense to me. Like as a Mets fan, that, that disgusts me. Yeah, I don't want you. I don't want the Islanders anywhere. Offer. Like I've been to the Nassau Coliseum, which by the way is not renovated for hockey anymore, so they can't even go back if they wanted. Um, and I've gone to shitty Islanders games, and at least it was like fun because it was like people who like the Islanders, and I could beat assholes to them. But if you're going to put them in Queens, like no one cares, man. No one cares in Brooklyn. Like you thought all the hipster kids would be like, oh, hockey, that's awesome. We're gonna go. I can get a ticket to the Islanders game for five bucks tomorrow. Like whenever. Even I my want. mom, even my mom knew that's a bad idea. She's like, do hipsters watch sports? I was like, I don't know, mom. I really tell her it was a bad idea to put them in Brooklyn. Yeah, they're like, it's not even if, like regular people like like oh, hockey, I can go for five dollars. They don't go. They have the third lowest attendance in NHL right now, and they're in Brooklyn. Like the, they've but, always they've, they've always had low attendance. Though. Yeah, but nobody yeah, cares about the Islanders. James, you have to understand. Nobody like cares. I'm from Long Island. And you could drive, like, you have to drive to get to Nassau Coliseum. There's no train. There's no public transportation. And, like, those games, like, they they got some numbers. Not always, but the Barclays Center is in the middle of Brooklyn. You could walk to it from anywhere. There's a train to it. And they have the third lowest attendance. That's that's how much no one cares. And they cut it, their goalie. So that's pretty funny, too. Well, I mean, yeah, but it's fun to watch it be a garbage fire. It's just like I'm enjoying the Bruins imploding because I'm, I'm uh, waiting for the announcement. So that the Bruins fired Sweeney, and then they're just like, and we've hired Mike Milbury as our coach. Yes. Because you know it might happen. It could happen. Uh, oh, that'd be great that. Uh, but yeah, no. We're, we're probably done uh, crapping on the lesser New York franchise. Suck it. Suck it, Islanders. Suck yeah. It. Come on. I mean, I... I, I, I have I, literally I, no respect for them. Like, uh, the Flyers, the Devils, I respect those teams. I hate them, but I respect them. I don't think I, I respect the Flyers. I respect the Devils because I have to. I, res- I respect the Flyers because they don't pretend not to be the Flyers. They like, do embrace garbage. their Philly douchebagdom. We're like, garbage. We know we're garbage. We don't care. I'm like, okay, I can respect that. That's that's totally Fine. fair. And the Devils, like, they, they were very good for a very long time. Yeah, they won, like, three cups, and they beat us up for much of the mid-2000s. So, you know, res- uh, I'll, res- I'll let them have it. Respect, yeah. I, I can't say, like, it happened. You crushed us. What, what can I do? Now it's cool. Now it's you know time for rebuilding for you. Nice, nice uh, trade you had there. You have no defense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I told you guys, defenseman are at a premium. You can get Taylor Hall for Larson. Yeah, but I, I would. Yeah, I would they can't stop anything. Most of you hadn't even heard of Larson, and you'd seen him play like fifty games against the Rangers. Yeah, and by the way, they can't stop anything. So their defenseman trade like not really working out for them right now. But also Taylor Hall, Taylor Hall, a player you want on your team. Uh, Taylor Hall's like a, t- a top five winner in the league. If you could make yeah. a trade right now, is there a player you'd like on this team, like a defenseman that you would trade for you're eyeing? Other than the obvious, like maybe I, – I know Shattenkirk is like the one that's ever always mentioned or Truba is the one that's always mentioned. Uh, guys, I'm going to throw this out here. Shattenkirk's going to be a Maple Leaf. Ooh, calling your shot. He's not, he's not going to be a Ranger. You it's, think so? No, he, the, the Leafs are going to pay to get Shattenkirk. Because they're ready? Oh, oh Yeah. They're a one right-handed puck moving to imagine a Riley Shattenkirk pairing. No. <laughs> damage that would do. You know Morgan Riley plays for the Leafs. Yeah, I don't want to do it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It, it's it, it would be like yeah, Austin Matthews moved their rebuild up like three years. Mitch Marner's also amazing. They're, they're, yeah, and they got a great goalie. They're gonna get Shattenkirk. I'm gonna I'm calling my shot. Shattenkirk's a Maple Leafs. Okay, so uh, fine. Shattenkirk's a Maple Leaf. I know Truba's probably not being moved, right? They signed him the contract. No, Kevin Shivaldayoff doesn't trade unless you're a Vander Kane, and then he trades you to Buffalo out of spite. Uh, we're not getting Truba. Uh, there is a defenseman I do want though. Uh, Christopher Tanev. 
from the Vancouver Canucks. Tell me more about him because I know absolutely nothing. Uh, right-handed shot, not that great offensively. He's not like a liability or anything. Okay. Great defensively. I want him to play with Ryan McDonough. Do you I want see Tana. him being available in this market? Yeah, the Canucks want forwards, and they want a 20-goal scorer. And what do the Rangers have in spades? A lot of those. People who are, a lot of those. I, I want Tanev. Like, I want Tanev on my team. He's cheap. He's signed for a while. He's only 27. Yeah, that's that's who I want. And he's probably more gettable than a Shattenkirk at this point. Because the Shattenkirk sweepstakes includes the Sharks, the Avalanche, the Red Wings, the Canadians, the Leafs. Nice. The Shattenkirk sweepstakes has reached Stamkos level, guys. It's gonna and be unlike Stamkos, Shatty doesn't want to go back to St. Louis. Shatty wants to leave. Yeah. It's going to be bad. We were still pretty surprised, right, that Stamkos wanted to go back to Tampa Bay? Like, that was a shock at the time? I, I think Stamkos looked at all of the things that happened on that day. Because people forget, Weber for Subban, Law for Carson, Stamkos stays in. That was like 30 minutes. Like, what, the offseason happened I don't forget, in it was 23 minutes. It was incredible. Yeah. And Stamkos probably looked at his phone and he was like, oh, I'm going to stay in Florida. Yeah, I'm going to stay in Florida. Ah, that makes no sense. But I, I'm, gl- I'm glad he did, I guess. But... Good for them. He's not exactly. Is he still injured right now? I'm, I'm out of the loop on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's injured. I told you somebody would sign him to too much money and regret it. Called yep. that one too, guys. You did. You actually said that immediately, and we were with you on that, I believe. Uh, um, yeah, no, and I mean, there's like cheaper right-handed defense, and you can get like Cody Franson. Honestly, I'd rather the Rangers sold at the deadline. What? Okay. I mean, Ugh. they're not. They're not going to win the cup this year. So you're they're just sell- not. You're selling Grabner, I'm assuming. Oh, I'm selling Grabner. I'm selling Holden. I'm selling Klein. I'm selling everything that's not nailed down. Okay, I'm I'm surprisingly with you. I am of that mindset that this is not our year, despite us being a good team. I like this team more than I've liked the last three teams, including the team that went played played the Lightnings in the Eastern Conference Finals. I think this team is way better than that team, but our division is stacked. Stat. Are we are we good enough to go toe to toe with the Penguins for seven games? No. Like when you start when you start looking no. at things and you go, oh oh good, we slipped into a wild card and we can take the Atlantic because yeah, we would cream the Atlantic if we got to go through the Atlantic and we got to play teams like the Leafs and I don't even know who's in Atlantic, but the Senators, we could take the Senators a seven game series, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, uh, hey hey, you're uh, second in the Metro, so you have to play uh, the, the Penguins or the Capitals and then play one of those teams directly after. Oh, maybe the Blue Jackets because. John Federella tried to stack a magic beans and he turned the blue jackets into a powerhouse. Yeah, that was weird. Like, we can't take the Metro. We can't. No. Like, it's, you don't score that many goals in the playoffs. No, and you're not going to. You don't. I, I know we were like a team that won't do this, but I think it'd be the right thing to restock, get players we need for next year, wait for the, for these teams to have their hot streaks be over. Yeah, because the Capitals are done after this year. I don't know if you guys realize this. The Capitals aren't going to be. The Capitals they are right now next year. They're going to lose TJ Osi. They're going to lose Carl Alsner. They got to resign all these guys to contracts. It's not there for them, and they don't have a they don't have a JT Miller or a Kevin Hayes or a Brady Shea or any of those players, or they don't have a Buchnevich that's just going to come in and do all this stuff. Those guys are already on their team, and all of their entry level contracts are expired, and now they cost money. That makes total sense. The the Capitals are going to have a bad couple of years. I mean, they got Holpe, they got a good defensive core. And but... they have Ovechkin, who's going to start aging. Yeah, I don't. every time I think Ovechkin falls off, he wins the, the Rocket Richard Trophy, so I just don't even bother. I mean, he's only 31 now, you know, it's not like he's... 
he's still he's got that old. He's still got years in him. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, and he, he's not a he's not a physical player at all, so he'll probably age fine. He's a physical I mean, player when he plays the Rangers. I'll tell you that. It's because he hates us because really we eliminated him in the playoffs like four years in a row. Yeah, I would hit us too. Like, like Ovi just sits there and he has like nightmares about you know Derek Stepan scoring overtime game winners and him never winning a cup. Yeah, this this will be their their go forward year. It'll be I I I don't want to say this as a Ranger fan. I I do feel like it'll be Capitals Penguins in the in the finals, or they'll, at least they'll take each other out somehow. Uh, I'm gonna uh, Eastern Conference Final. Yeah, is that possible? I'm not sure if they. No, it, it would be if one of them went down to a wild card. No, no chance. Then so, they'll take each other out. Is what I mean. So yeah, they'll take each other out. Uh, I'm, you know, like I don't want to hope to fall to a wild card spot in order to make a deep run because it's kind of well. You're not falling to one. We're in one now. So well, yeah. Well, yeah. And people are like, oh, this is these are favorable matchups. I'm like, yeah, but what happens when you get to the end of that rope? And you're in the Eastern Conference Final, and you might have to play one of the Capitals or Penguins anyway. Yeah, like I'm way more scared of the Penguins. They just have our number right now. Yeah, the Penguins are good. Like, well, spoiler alert! Just, wow, incredible. Yeah, I mean they're just too good, man. It, Justin Schultz has has been great too, and he was like on a, a garbage. Oh yeah, here's a, a one for Greg. Uh, Schultz was a mismanaged Oilers defenseman, and now he's on an offensive powerhouse. Great. <laughs> yeah, he's like he's like what you guys like to think Clendenning could be, but never really could. No, be. he never will be that. But we we do want Clendenning to come on this podcast in the worst way possible. He does like our tweets every week. Does he? Yeah. Does he? He doesn't like my tweets because I shit on him all the time. Oh, okay. He he legitimately likes our tweets whenever we say we talk about him on the podcast, so he knows we exist. <laughs> he's so, sitting in the press box like, yeah, yeah, damn right, I should like, be on the third. Period. Damn right, Blue Breakaway. I'll never come on your podcast, but. I do want. I, I I don't know how to get in touch with him in any way possible other than Twitter. I obviously cannot DM him, but I would love to do like a ten minute Clendenning interview where we just go. We just like, dude, we love you. We want you on this team. You could That's probably it. just buy tickets and go to the game. <laughs> go to the press prob- box. <laughs> yeah, you just knock on the glass. You're like, hey, are you Clendenning? Hey. He's like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm I'm Ryan Mead of Bushers Breakaway, and I took take my phone out. Probably be the first interview of his career too because he's been in the press box. Oh man! Yeah, Clendenning reminds me of Delzato, and that he's really good offensively, and he's a garbage fire defensively. Yeah, I just think he's better than than Girardi, and I think we've been pretty clear on that. So I'm I'm better than Girardi, and I play rec league hockey. <laughs> Facts only. There it is. Um, is there yeah, anything else shot. we want to touch on before five million dollars? Oh, what was that? Oh yeah, uh, yeah, it's a lot of yeah, money. I'll block shots. Let's do it. Let's do it. I don't need kneecaps anymore. Yeah, um, who needs kneecaps? Let's talk about. It, is there anything else you want to touch AV, on before we go? Do you think AV's in the hot seat? If they do badly this year? No. I no? Really, I really don't. I know Greg would say yes. I'm going to speak for him. I think AV has at least three years left. Yeah, I'm going to go with you on that one, too. I, I think, think he's I think, I think think he's good. He's solid, and he's he's really in with ownership. It just feels like they're on the same page. I, I don't know what uh, it is, but it, they are. Another, another hot take. Should we maybe look at how much somebody would overpay for Derek Stepan? That's not a hot take, and I believe I said that on here a couple weeks ago. I think he's the the person. I think we he might be at. the most he might be the most valuable player on the team. He definitely in terms is. of a, a, a trade good, partner. He's got a good, but contract. there's also the problem. Yeah, go on. Is he replaceable mm, if we trade him? No. <laughs> the answer is no. Yeah, it's you're gonna, you're no. gonna get a premium spot that you need back for Derek Stepan. Like you're gonna get your defenseman that you need. This team needs. And maybe more, to be honest. No, you'd get a lot more because he's a first line center, regardless of what Rangers fans think. He's a first line center on most teams. Yeah. Uh, I would want like 
I would want a defenseman. I'd want a first. You know what? You can give me two firsts. I mean, two firsts for Derek Stepan. Anyway. I'm, I'm going real crazy with my asks. I, I don't um, know if we get that. <laughs> oh, teams do teams do stupid things for centers, man. That's they're true. almost they're almost at the premium. First line centers are almost at the premium of first handed right first pair right handed defensemen. I think we could do it. I and I wouldn't be shocked if it happens, to be honest, in the offseason. But we'll Yeah, because I feel like maybe maybe they're looking at the progression of Kevin Hayes and Zibanejad and going, Oh because they traded Broussard. And they got back Zibanejad. I don't think they thought Zibanejad was going to be this good. No, they didn't. They couldn't have. And I don't think the Ottawa they, Senators couldn't have thought he would be this good either. No. Oh, Oh wait. You know, we do have a fancy second-round pick from the Ottawa Senators in that trade. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I forgot about that. Thanks. They just gave us a second for some reason, too. Thanks, Ottawa. That was crazy. I mean, you gave us the younger player on the better contract who is a better player. So. Well, we have to, re- we have to re-sign him. That's true. It's going to happen. We're we're definitely not, we're not letting him go. He's gonna be on this but team. I, I am starting to feel like maybe one of Stefan Zuccarello or Nash has to go. I'm with you. I think Stefan and, and Zuccarello are the uh, the two obvious ones. Rick has a no trade clause, so I don't think he'll go anywhere. Uh, Stefan is in a trade clause too. That's true. I forgot about that. Thanks for me. Um, they're they're all limited though. So they have teams they could submit they, to. They have the, know, ten, I, the ten teams, right? Yeah, they have the ten ten teams. Uh. Man, I isn't don't don't I really wish the Shattenkirk for Nash hot takes turned out to be true. It would have solved both teams' problems so well. I know. Uh, it would have been like a really good trade. I mean we would have been a good good hockey trade. We wouldn't have like figured out it like Rick's been good for us this year. Let's not sugarcoat it, but Yeah, no, Nash is Nash has been good. Um yeah, I have I, no problems with Nash this year. Yeah, me either. Um Yeah, I don't know, man. it's gonna be I'd like to come back after the trade deadline. Just to just to talk about what happened, James. You just because text me, and we'll bring you on. Like it's not a problem. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna do something big at the deadline, whether it's they're gonna sell or they're gonna buy. Okay. Because it's it's they kind of have to. They have to do something. Uh, I'm gonna be interested to see. Like, I know this sounds bad, but like I just get a bad feeling that they're gonna do something stupid, like they always do. Yeah. Because the team's been the team's been too good. I think they you might know, they believe think, too much. They might believe too much. And I should and... be a believer. Let, let, let's get this straight. Like, I host a Rangers podcast. I am a fan, obviously. But I sh- I, I'm just thinking of the long term, and I don't know if that's a problem with me or a problem with them. Uh, maybe both. Like, we, I've been down this road too many times. And I feel like it's it's that we got close too many times. Like, if we had been a middling team and we got, like, wrecked in the second round every year, we yeah. might want to go for it. The more. King series haunts me every day of my life. I'm still, I'm more mad about the Tampa series because I paid to go to one of those games and they got shut out. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> that, was, that was bad. That, that was a was. lot of money I spent to see them not be good. Yeah. <laughs> sad, sad old man Marty St. Louis skating off the ice Dude. for the last time. Dan Boyle. Jesus Christ. Dan Boyle in another year. We forget that. That's the worst. <laughs> hey, hot take here. Who wouldn't take old man Dan Boyle over Girardi right now? Hmm, actually, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. I would take Dan I, Boyle. I would take Dan Boyle. Let's go. Let's go get him. Where is he? He's, we'll just we'll just we'll just change his number to five. Pretend he's Girardi. It'll be fine. That'll be fine. Uh, At least Andrew yeah, no. got a good jaw. He's got a great jaw. You know, he's got that going for him. So he's 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 the iron chin for sure. Um, <laughs> they gotta buy him out though. Like, it's gotta happen. Otherwise, you have to protect him in Vegas. It's gonna be a problem. Uh yeah, he's got to be done, right? Like I, I'm a, a team won't take him, I don't think. No, like, I think I think this is it for Girardi. This is probably it. I think everyone knows he's very bad. I mean, Yahoo last year wrote a 
like a 10 page article oh dan, dan Girardi is an embarrassment to the new york rangers that's, yeah i think that was the title right it's incredible and I, i'm more mad at the front office than i am at dan Girardi. Because it's not his fault. No, he just aged. He got played too hard. He, I, I said this all the time. You know, they played too many games. They it. did. They really did play too many games. They played. I think they played the most games of any of those teams in that era that didn't win the cup. Yep. Because the, the Blackhawks won, by the way. In case anyone was wondering. Yeah, so. the Blackhawks, the Blackhawks, and the Kings. Yeah. And I think, Man. I think when you win the cup, like it takes away twenty of those games. Like, I, I, I don't know. If this is like a weird theory, but like you win the cup and like those twenty games that you like automatically play just gets rejuvenated like you feel like you didn't play them you you drink the champagne out of the stanley cup and it's like the fountain of youth and yeah, you get again that's the, yeah. Black, the blackhawks do it they're like we didn't play those games last year let's do it again they let's take a year again. off and then win again so yeah they 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 yeah it's 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 so it's You're so spoiled chicago you have the cubs and the blackhawks now <laughs> yeah. and you yeah. had jordan in the 90s congratulations jesus christ as as a knicks fan I'm not a fan of Jordan in the '90s. Yeah. Just, just throw that out there. As, as a, uh, as a former Knicks, well, as a Knicks supporter but Spurs fan, I'm living a pretty good NBA life. So, okay. I should, I should have jumped ship a long time ago. I went back in on the Knicks this year. I was like, all right, this is the year I'm gonna let you hurt me again. Yeah, nah, it's a bad idea. It's, it's a terrible. Oh, idea. it was a mistake. I should. Porzingis is really years. fun though, and he'll, he's gonna be good. He's gonna be the future. I take, I take here. Can we trade Porzingis to a team that doesn't suck? Please? No, no, he, he, he's gotta stay. He's. He is the only hope for that organization. The only hope. Can you give it right, Henrik Lundqvist, Przingis? I can't keep doing this with my sports heroes for every one of my teams. I just can't watch them be wasted. Yeah. It's, oh, it's so bad. It's pretty tough. <laughs> oh, hey, I'll, what, it took me 50 minutes to get to the Mets? <laughs> there you go, yeah, that's a pretty good – you know what? I don't think Greg talked about – no, Greg did talk about the Mets this today. Anyway, uh, James, I, 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 I got to get out of here, but it's always been a pleasure talking to you. On this, we'll have you back. It's been great, man. March sixth um, is March first is the 6th? deadline, so that Monday we'll talk about all uh, all the okay. all the trades that happen and what we think about the league. Yeah. Uh, I'll have you come uh, on. Hang on, I'm gonna make some predictions. Okay, uh, Cody Franzen is a New York Ranger. Okay. Uh, JT Miller is uh, Anaheim Duck. Whoa. Okay. All right. Hot, t- hot take pres- I can't prediction. Do that. If they go, I'd rather, I'd rather trade Derek Stefan. I'd rather do it. I'd rather do uh, it. Yeah, JT Miller to the Ducks for Vatnin. Wow, it's the hot take I'm gonna do. Okay, and then we just go for it. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go. They're gonna go for it. My <sighs> hot take. Okay, I hope you're not true. Hey, I hope guys. I hope you're lying right now, and I hope you all your predictions are wrong, and I hope we sell at the deadline like you said earlier. Um, but for all Ranger fans that want to go for it this year, because it's you know Hank Hank is aging, and we we have a, the offensive firepower. I fully support you, and I understand your position, but I just can't get behind it. That's it. So yeah, I I don't. You're wrong. Sorry, yeah. you're wrong. Okay, there you go. <laughs> that's your position, you're wrong. James Clark said it. James so, is not on your team. James, your Twitter handle is, hey, it's James Clark, right? At hello, it's James C. Okay. Uh, you can follow me there if you want for all kinds of Ranger hot takes. I tweet late at night because I watch Finnish hockey prospects. There you go. So if you guys want to follow James on his prospects, James always does a great job for us. James, uh, thanks for coming on. We'll talk to you in March 6th. Later, buddy. Thanks, thanks man. Thanks Back again. to nonsense. And we're back. So that was a great interview with James. It was a pleasure talking to him, even though I'm recording this before then. Uh, Greg, let's get straight into the nonsense that I have for you this week. I want to talk a little bit about the Royal Rumble. Now, if anyone's listening and you don't like wrestling, we're going to get to Super Bowl preview. And I want to talk a little bit of Taco Bell with Greg also. But right now, I I used to be a big wrestling fan as a kid. I fell off. I'll be honest. I still kind of pay attention a little bit. Through the interwebs, I haven't watched it. I watched the Royal Rumble and I watched WrestleMania every year. 
I have to say, I thoroughly enjoyed the Rumble until the last five minutes last night. Now, and spoilers for anyone who hasn't watched the Rumble or even cares about wrestling. Um, the the match with John Cena and AJ Styles was one of the funnest matches I've seen. Well, I, like I said, I only watched twice a year. But technically, it was incredible. I need to know your thoughts on the Rumble in general. Um, well, I mean, you, Cena and Styles always put on a great match. I think that was the best. Cena and Styles match that they've done, but they don't disappoint. Every match they have against each other, they just go, just, they go ham. They do things that human beings shouldn't do. Uh, they take risks. Like, Styles brings out the best, Styles brings out the best in everybody. Uh, I honestly think he's the best um, wrestler in the world in terms of entertainment value i've watched wrestling like i said he has a lot of charisma and you could tell like he's good on the mic he's captivating he has like that wrestler look but not stereotypical like john cena looks like an american hero right like but aj styles looks like a back alley asshole who has like some (laughs) some amount of charisma and wrestling skill yeah styles styles is fantastic he's i i have a hard time remembering him having a bad match since he's been in the WWE, and he debuted in the WWE last Royal Rumble, so he's been here a year. Um, but he was well-known before he got to the WWE, and he's, he's just incredible, and he just brings out the best in everyone. And Cena easily has his best matches with Styles, so it's great. Uh, that match was fantastic. The Royal Rumble itself, which is really the only reason I watch Same. the Royal Rumble, because Same. it's my favorite event of the year, mm-hmm. um, it, had, it had its moments. It did. It wasn't my favorite. No. <laughs> I, I stopped short of saying it was bad. Uh, I think it definitely... It made some fun storylines that I think are coming down the pipe, and at the same time, I, I think it missed an opportunity to create others. Um, the storyline I'm excited for... So, Randy Orton wins. Yeah. And uh, This is a good storyline. I'm, wi- I'm kind of with you if you're going the same way as me. Orton... Right. So, it can go one of two ways. Um, Orton's guaranteed to fight for the SmackDown Championship at WrestleMania. And right now, John Cena is the SmackDown Champion. Right. Uh, the bad way this can go is we get we have to see Orton Cena for what will be, I, just, I think, the 730 the 20,000th time. time. I don't think that happens. I know where you're going with this. I think they put, because I know Wyatt and him are, like, friends now or, like, part of the family or something like that. Yeah. And yeah. they're going to put so them against what each happened, other. What happened in the Rumble... Right. So the Elimination Chamber is coming up. That's the next pay-per-view in two weeks. And Bray Wyatt is in the Elimination Chamber along with five other people, including John Cena. And if you win that match, you're the champ. So the way you think it's going to go is Wyatt wins the Elimination Chamber, and then that gets to build Wyatt Orton for WrestleMania, which would be fantastic. Yeah, that's a good um, good match. And, there's a, and you could put Wyatt and over already, with that, you know? And it's set up a little bit because Luke Harper turned on Wyatt mm-hmm. and Orton in the in the Rumble. So you're already starting to see, like, fractions in the Wyatt family that could make for a good storyline. And that's, you know, best-case scenario, what could happen. Worst-case scenario, again, is Orton, Cena, and I just no. – like, I, no, I would watch WrestleMania, but Jesus Christ, I don't need to see that match again. I've seen it so many fucking times like I'm, I'm good thank you for the rest of my life i'm all right we don't need to do this again no never again we're, we're fine I, I, like i said i watched um, twice a year and that's a match i've watched like at least 10 times it's the, uh, it's too much 
it seems like I just I don't know why you would have Braun Strowman interfere in the Roman Reigns title fight against Kevin Owens and, and then, then not have those two guys face off in the Rumble. At all. That was weird, right? I thought that was super weird. I, I've never seen Strowman before, but my impression was he was pretty fucking sick and he destroyed most people in the ring. And then I saw the Roman Reigns interference and there was nothing at all. It seems like they're going Roman Reigns Undertaker I, now. Well, yeah. So it, it's interesting because, you know, I'm sure – we're recording this. We should make note about seven thirty. Yeah. So Mon- Monday Night Raw hasn't started, and I'm sure that like there will be some sort of confrontation between Strowman and Reigns, and everything can change between the time you're listening to this and the time we're recording. Or you don't even but, care. But I will say, <laughs> or more likely, more likely you don't even care. But yeah. who cares? This is our podcast. We're going to talk about whatever we want to talk there about. There we go. Um, Thanks for listening. But God, it just. I, uh, I I wouldn't mind Reigns Undertaker, but this this is my next Reigns, point. Reigns this Strowman has to be like a better Undertaker's last match. Uh, he looked terrible. Awful. He, well, you know what he looked like? You know what he looked like? He looks like a fifty-five year old man. And yeah. You know why he looks like a fifty-five year old man? Because he's fifty-one. He's like fifty-five years old. <laughs> yeah, he's fucking old. Yeah, it's um, over for him. Like, he didn't look great. It should have ended. Didn't Brock beat him at WrestleMania? Wasn't that uh, it? a couple of years ago? Yeah. Yeah, shouldn't that? that this, but it, dude, that's at this point. At this point, that's like three or four manias ago. I know, like, but that's that, 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 that should have been the end. Like that should have been the last one. I know you keep getting those checks, but man, like that should have been over. It, it, he looks terrible. I think if Roman Reigns like ends up fighting him, it's just got to be the end of his career. Like it's the best way to make Roman Reigns a heel. Everyone fucking hates him anyway. Um, I really don't like him. I don't even watch wrestling, so. Uh, I would just put it, put him in the heel mode and just ha- have him end Undertaker's career. That's the best way to do it. Uh, it, it would it would be interesting. Um, the storyline I am most interested about, Ooh, not just because he's my boy. It's definitely uh, Goldberg last I, I need to know. <laughs> but um, our mutual friend and friend of the pod, and I know he listens, Mike, Mike Spat, he, uh, he had an interesting theory that I can get behind. Ooh, I'm, I'm ready um, for this. I think... I, he thinks that, so we know somehow we're getting the Goldberg Lesnar at WrestleMania. It seems inevitable. Have to. But. It's a buy. There's a pay-per-view, there's a pay-per-view for Raw before Mania. And you haven't been watching, but Goldberg and Kevin Owens have had some heat. Okay. So it's not out of the realm of possibility that you could have Goldberg, um, Owens for the title at Fastlane, which is the next Raw pay-per-view. And then Lesnar interferes to keep the belt on Owens. And that's how we get to Lesnar-Goldberg at WrestleMania. Ooh, that's a good idea. I'm into that. I'm all about that. I actually. like it. I'm I'm very into it as well. See, wrestling's kind of fun. I've been, uh, I've been thinking I, about it all day. I was like, wow, that's... I, it wasn't an amazing Royal Rumble, but it really got me hyped to like watch WrestleMania. So I guess it did its job. The thing that makes wrestling fun now as, like, we're grown adults, it's trying to figure out the storylines. It's basically, like, trying to uh, – it's like playing armchair GM for, like, a baseball team, your favorite baseball team, trying to figure out, like, what the good trade is to make your team better. Yeah. Trying to figure out what the good storylines are for WWE makes it fun. Uh, it's, like, a different way to look at wrestling. Like, look, I know it's fake. Yeah, we both. I, I don't. You let's don't be clear. To like, 
Both you Greg and Ryan know it's fake. <laughs> you do not need to explain to me that, like, these guys, it's scripted. They know what the outcome uh, stuff like that. Yeah. You, you know, I, we know. I get it, Trust guys. Me. It's no big deal. <laughs> but trying to figure out the storylines and the swerves and the angles they can do uh, is fun. And it's an interesting exercise. And also, let me say, my biggest disappointment in the Royal Rumble, speaking of angles, is that Kurt Angle wasn't in it. That I was my last point. Got myself, I got myself so excited waiting for Kurt Angle to come out and hear his music hit and it never hit, and I just like I, I got. I won't lie. I got. I got. Sad. I was so really I just, like, sad. The wind out of my sail. I was legit sad. I really wanted him to be. I really wanted him to be number thirty, and I would have. I, I was joking the entire night with the guys I was watching with. I was like, if Kurt Angle comes out, my pants are coming off. Yeah, that's it. And I'm dead serious. Kurt Angle's my boy. Like I know he's a psycho and all that, but when I was watching wrestling as a kid, you know, I always liked the heels and. Kurt Angle became like a pretty bad heel at some points, and he was just always like kind of fun to watch. He wrestled fun. And him not coming out after being inducted to WWE Hall of Fame, I don't know if they like couldn't get him into it or like I just really thought he'd be I, 30. I think I, he really isn't in wrestling like, shape. solid wrestling shape. Yeah. Um, but and neither he will is make Undertaker. At WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Undertaker is also a company man, and Kurt Angle yeah. long, like, hasn't been a company Since man for a long time. 2006, yeah. Uh, He's going to make plenty of appearances between now and WrestleMania. He's going to help hype up the show, yada, yada, yada. I just wanted to see him in the ring one more time. Same. That's really all I wanted. I just wanted to come in, angle slam, and then like just have the you suck music and have the whole crowd do that. That would have been uh, too too good. I'm like, I'm giddy just thinking I, I about it. I would have lost my fuck. Like, I'm dead serious when I say I would have taken my pants off. I believe you. Like, I would have been too excited to be wearing pants. I believe you. Let's uh, Thank you for listening to our, our wrestling talk. We will be recapping Elimination Chamber probably and also Wrestlemania on this podcast so maybe we'll save that for the end of the next time but let's talk about something that more people care about Taco Bell I need to talk about this because it is killing me inside and you know that I've been doing this I don't eat fast food Greg I really don't it's not often I go out of my way to eat fast food if I do it's usually Wendy's is the only fast food I do eat and it's on special occasion I do go out to eat a lot I'm a big foodie I think it's been pretty obvious on this podcast that I love food uh Taco Bell recently. You love bad food too. Uh, you're fucking wrong. But Taco Bell recently came out <laughs> with this naked chicken chalupa, and Greg, the chicken is the shell. Now stick with me. The taco shell is just chicken instead. And I, on Saturday night, uh, with my dear roommate, decided, you know what? It's a great idea. We're gonna go to Taco Bell and get the naked chicken chalupa. Got the five dollar box. One of the single greatest fast food experiences of my life. So much so that I went back today on my lunch break, even though I brought lunch like a fat ass and got another chicken chalupa. And I'm hyping up Taco Bell right now. But if you're out there and you haven't tried it and you're like a semi-Taco Bell fan, you got to do it. It's an incredible experience. I know it sounds kind of nasty. And like I know KFC had that double decker down, which I never had. And I'm and thank God because I'm still alive. And uh Getting out there and just like eating the little bit of spice with all the taco ingredients in the chicken, it is phenomenal, Greg. When will you try this? I am curious about how angry you're going to be with what I'm about to I say. I can't. It's with you, Greg. I cannot. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious with how angry the next statement is going to make you. Before you say anything, the, the time I got the most angry at you on this podcast was when you asked me if a burrito was a sandwich. I almost lost my shit and hung up on you. <laughs> I am so ready right now. I am on the edge of my seat, ready to fight you. Give it to me. 
I have never been to Taco Bell. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? How, Greg? <laughs> um, I'm not the biggest fan of Mexican food. So, oh my God, fast you're food, like I'm, I'm like you. I'm, I, I, I don't care for fast food. So. If I want fast food, I definitely don't want Mexican you because don't like Mexican I'm not food? a big fan of Mexican. What? I'm not the biggest fan. The only exception I make is for Moe's. And the only reason I eat Moe's is because well, here in Albany, we do Moe Movie Mondays. Okay. Like if it wasn't for MMM, I wouldn't eat Moe's either. I am, I'm stunned right now. I'm actually tearing up. Like, <laughs> I don't know how to, I wish you could see me because the tears are flowing down my eyes. Talk, like, I am, I, uh, yeah, I've. I'm gonna visit you. I'm a 27, soon to be 28 year old male. Yeah. Who now I've eat I've eaten Taco Bell. Okay. Like I've drunkenly eaten my friend's uh, burrito that he got at Taco Bell. Right. But I have never gone inside a Taco Bell to order something. I off a Taco Bell menu. Did we have a bet on on something? Oh yeah, the bet of who finishes. Right. Uh, if if any, we were, I was I said in the Metropolitan um, that we we would only get wild cards from the Metropolitan. That's what I said. Right. Yeah. If I win yeah. that bet, we're going to Taco Bell and I'm Facebook living it. That's what's happening. <laughs> okay. It's too bad that you're not going to win that bet then. Well, I, we might do it anyway because this is this has to happen. I just want to go with you and and, <laughs> and Facebook live us together eating naked chicken chalupas when I come visit you up in Albany, the state capital of New York where uh, we yeah. go to Taco Bell. Oh my goodness, Craig, I've, you are uh... fucking killing me. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like it's I'm, I, I don't really care for Mexican food. I don't – tacos aren't really my thing. Not the biggest taco. Like, don't get me – again, I will eat a taco. Like, I will – like, if you put a taco in front of me, I'm not going to be like, I don't want this. I will obviously eat a taco. But, you know, I'd much rather have something else. Oh, man. This uh, is killing me. I, I, do like, I do like burritos, but, again, like – It's got to be a Moe's burrito? You, know, you can get a – well, you can just get a burrito anywhere, basically. Like, I don't need to go to Taco Bell for a burrito. Anywhere. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. Well, I, I want I to, in my head, I don't think, you know what, you know who makes a good burrito? Taco Bell. Like, that, that's no, I'm not never something like that. I think of. I, if, I, if I'm thinking Taco Bell, I'm like, man, I feel like I want to eat like shit. And then also shit my brains out. So I'm going to go to Taco Bell. So. Yeah. Exactly. So, wait, what but is, want, what is your want, one if, fast food, like. If I need to. Niche, like you said, you don't really eat fast food, but mine's like Wendy's. That's like my weakness. If I have to eat fast food, I'm going Wendy's. What's yours? Um, do you have one? Or are you, you just know, not into just it? Like, I, I I would say McDonald's just because yeah. it's safe. Yeah. Like I could always get chicken nuggets no. or something. Okay. Um, but I I'm not like there isn't a like I've never had a moment in my life where I've like ached for a baconator. Or something Dude, like that. My or like a whopper. The years were just like, I need a baconator right now or I'll die. I'll die. I need it. Yeah. I need I've, ne- I've never I've never been like emotionally attached to any fast food. That's fucking all right, whatever. I'm <laughs> like I get it because 'cause I'm not a fast food guy, but at the same time that you've never gone into a Taco Bell, like I really need to win that bet. I'm gonna call up the Flyers and be like, Listen, I just need you in the playoffs, just for this reason. Uh, then you can lose to anyone. I don't really care. <laughs> Just be the second wild card. Yeah, no, um, I am uh, never, never once. I've now I've stepped foot inside of a KFC Taco Bell hybrid, that but I've count. always ordered off the KFC. That doesn't count. Yeah, I've ordered off, and I've ordered off the KFC menu. Now, uh, now so I'm gonna I would spoil one KFC. more secret about myself, and then we're going to Super Bowl preview because that's got to be done. 
so that means I'm not a big, I don't drink soda really at all either. I'm a pretty stern water dude. I know that makes me boring, like water, whiskey, and beer. That's all I'm about. Uh, you've never had Baja Blast from Taco Bell? Uh, no, and I got a, I got another hot take for oh, you. Oh my goodness. I've, uh, <laughs> I've never had a soda that didn't have alcohol in it. That's okay with me. Like, I, but I think it's like sort of, like that's how I am with now. Like if I don't have whiskey in my Coke, I don't really want Coke. I think it's a waste of time. But like, I've never, I've never just had Coke. I've never just had a Sprite. Ever? I've never like, just had. Like as a kid, you're at like a birthday party. Well, I mean, you're I, like, no I've thanks. Definitely, I, tr- I tried it, but I just, I hated carbonated beverages. Oh man. And I still kind of do. I, I get that. Like I said, beverage. I'm a water. Well, you don't drink. Yeah, you don't like beer. We've talked about this. But yeah, another time. We'll get back into it. Uh, I mean, I, dr- I drink beer. I drink beer, but I'm not like, I'm, I am by no means a beer snob. Like, just give me Bud Light every day. I'm fine. Right. No problem. Fair. If, you got P- if PBR is on the menu, I don't care how many other beers are on the menu. I'm ordering PBR. Like, All right. I should, I'm, like, I'm not a snob when it comes to beer, food. I totally am. That's all it is. I'm all those things. I'm all the snob. I'm the entire snob with those things. All right. Uh, Super Bowl. First of all, care level. One to ten. How much do you uh, care about this game? Uh... Super Bowl, you get to hang out with your friends, get a bunch of stuff. Yeah, well, you don't have to work Monday morning, and by Monday morning, I mean like two a.m. up at three a.m. Yeah, that's fair. So, you know, not not exactly like last night to watch the Royal Rumble. I got off work at twelve thirty, came home, literally went right to bed, and woke up at six to get five hours of sleep. Watched the Rumble with friends, came home, got a two and a half hour nap, and then had to go to work. So I've been struggling all day. Uh, and that's exactly what Super Bowl Sunday is going to be. So I'm not – I can't say I'm, like, super excited because, one, I can't drink. It's going to suck. That sucks. Uh, I'll eat my brains out. But, I, like, it, I'm honestly considering just, like, leaving at halftime and watching the rest of the game in bed that because i got to wake up at a stupid time. Um, so from that aspect, not too excited. Uh, I would say my interest level is at uh, – without any money being placed on the game right now, I would say a six and a half. I would say that's fair. I really just, I don't want, I just, I just don't want the Falcons to win. I, I really don't want Me the Falcons either. to win. Me either. I just want, I just want the Patriots to come out and win like 40 to seven. That's all I want. I know that's not going to happen. One of, one of my longstanding sports takes uh, is that Matt Ryan is a bad quarterback. And I still stand by that sport take. I, I still think Matt Ryan is a pretty poor quarterback. So I don't care that he's going to win MVP. I do not care that he's been great in the playoffs. Uh, he's still Matt Ryan, and I want him to lose. That's totally so. fair. I'm all about rooting for the villain, and the villain is Tom Brady, and I really hate Roger Goodell, and I want Roger Goodell to hand him the MVP Super Bowl trophy so bad. That's all I want from this game. I want, I want to watch Roger and be like, congratulations, Tom Brady, you won your fifth championship. Here's the MVP. And then he just looks at him like, you fucking asshole. You, what, what, what did you do? What? You suspended me for the dumbest reason of all time. And we talked about a deflated that ball would, for a year That and would a half. be pretty great. Yeah, that's all I want. The, so, the, 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 Goodell, the Goodell craft Brady aspect of the game is pretty fun. I don't care who you are or what you think about the uh, you know, the thing is, I don't understand, and I know we know a lot of Jet fans, um, but, man, I just respect the hell out of Tom Brady. Me too. 
I, I used to hate him. Great, I think he's just a great fucking quarterback. I used to hate him. He's playing out of his mind at 39. Guy looks great. Takes a pay cut for his, his team. Obviously, he makes a ton of money off the field, too, with Uggs and such. But his endorsements are not nearly like what Peyton is. Peyton was everywhere. Peyton sold out to everything. Tom Brady's in, like, what? Like yeah, one commercial? Well, Tom Brady, his wife also does pretty well when it comes yeah, to Yeah, she, so like, like, maybe make more money or... than him. Well, hey, Peyton's wife does pretty well. She's on steroids. Uh, HGH, bro. Sorry, my bad. Might be. First of all, know, know your drugs, bro. <laughs> okay, Come sorry. on. Got to upgrade my drug game a little bit. All right, so I, I have Patriots Jeez. winning by seven. Uh, I, I think they win by double digits. I hope so. Ooh, I, I, hope I so. think they just, they just, it's the fucking Patriots, man. They've been there. They're not playing the Giants. Nope. Fucking Brady is what? He's, he's what? Four and, four and two? Four and six. He's been a, oh, yeah, Tom yeah. Brady's been a six, six fucking Super Bowls. Yep. That's unbelievable. He's incredible. So, unbelievable. Good, good for him. I want him to crush it. And, you know, I hope the Patriots win. I know it's blasphemy. I, I, I'm a former NFL fan. So I guess still current Steelers fan. Beat the crap out of the Steelers. Like, go Tom Brady. Just, like, ready to, ready for him to go down, go down to hand on this, the trophy and that to be it. That's it. I'm done. Good. That'd be fantastic. Now, uh, I have a nonsense question for you before Ooh, wow. you, I'm ready you know, let me go to sleep. I will. Oh, God, it's so late. Uh, I also like how I look at my phone and say, oh, God, it's so late. It's 7.51. Um, so I'm, a, I'm on a Gushers crush right now because Gushers are the shit oh, and they're yeah. on sale. And, so I'm buying them all and, the time. And because we talked about Gushers on this podcast. But I've, I don't think I've ever asked you this question, and I think it's one of the more important questions of our time. Oh, no. I'm not ready for this. Do you prefer, when you buy a variety pack of oh. Gushers, so do you, would you rather get the Tropical Blend pouch or the All Red pouch? Dude, this is a tough question. Like, I it's, am... It's a hard one, right? Yeah. Because my first, I'll say my gut reaction was Tropical Blend. But then I immediately, I immediately went back on it. <laughs> I was like, "Wait, the all red pouch is awesome. There's nothing bad about that. Like, yeah, it's solid the whole way. Your favorite, the the best, the best gusher is the red gusher. Of course, yeah, I don't think that's a question. The blue one is is close behind, but I think that's the mixed one. They're the blue mixed one. Hmm. Um. See, I I think all red for me. I'm gonna but go all, all red with you. I think here's here's the difference. I can stuff an entire red pouch in my mouth at one time and just like walk around for five minutes and feel like I'm on cloud fucking nine. I don't want to mix the other colors. And I just feel like it's too cumbersome. Like it can be cumbersome to eat that pouch. Like I got to separate. I got to decide if I'm doing multiple at one time. Like the all red pouch. I'm ready to go. Guys, I can do whatever I want. I'm sucking like, that bad no boy down. Answer. I can't wait for that to be cut. There is no else. wrong answer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think, I think I go all red. I'm with you. I'm all red. I'm I'm politically all red. I'm gusher all red. <laughs> I'm well, now you're just now you're just lying. No, I know. Now you're just lying. No, I know. Rest in, rest in peace, Bernie oh, Sanders. God. Okay. Um, our president, our president <laughs> is such dude, a we fucking don't, idiot. We don't get into politics on this podcast too much, but man, it's been it's been tough. It's been real tough it's, for me. It, it's, try to just here's the thing. So it's been bad, right? Like you can't really avoid it. Try just working in news, where it's literally my job every day to read this fucking twat's Twitter feed. 
and just like sigh deeply every time. It's bad, man. I, you know, I, I think it's not a really secret of what, which way we lean here. And we're not even like heavy leaners that way, by the way. Um, no, 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 I fucking hate politics. Look, yeah, I'm just too. happy that I've been presented with, I'm just happy alternative facts are in my life now because the Mets won the 2006 World Series and no one can take that away from me. Greg, I was meaning to congratulate you on that. You know, uh, you really did a great, great job beating the Cubs. And then also, you know, take, it's, an, take it's it. incredible. It's incredible that Carlos Beltran swung at that Adam Wainwright curveball and hit it 500 feet. Dude, remember when Rick Nash he uh, had that breakaway against the Lightning and it took us to the Stanley Cup Finals and we beat the Blackhawks? That was crazy. No, the set, dude. The saddest thing about the Beltran thing, if you look back at the picture, yeah. Trump is just ominously standing over him. Is that true? Like I, I forgot that. <laughs> yeah, I forgot that Trump was at that game. He's really. No, I totally not, forgot. You're not trolling me right now. That's a real thing. I'm not. I'm not trolling you. It is not Photoshop. Donald Trump is at that game, standing about please, six rows behind home plate. Please looking find disappointed. that and post that in the Reddit thread tomorrow. With our with our links, uh, I guess. Just do it. Do I have to? Yes. Like, I, that's, I'm, I'm that's making, not something I want to Google. I'm making ever. you do it. <laughs> All right, Greg. I'm gonna let you go to bed. It's been a, a it's been a long time coming for you. Enjoy waking up at two a.m. Uh, everyone, <laughs> next week. We will be talking about the Rangers week as we always do. I'm sure we'll have more nonsense. I really appreciate everyone listening. As always, uh, there's a time where I talk, uh, talk to be, uh, I don't, I lose all my words and I tell you to go on Twitter to follow us at Blue Shirts Break and Instagram, all this stuff. And I am, I am not going to talk about anything else because we're not doing anything. I love you all and we'll see you next week. Bye bye. Bye guys.